0: Cliff Central I've got something important to tell you.
1: Hello, hello, and very, very welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes. I'm Shemaine Harris. And I'm Liesl Tom, as always, with my friend Shemaine. And today,
0: back in studio with us is our controller, Duncan Mabaso. Duncan, we're very happy to see you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I am so happy to see you. Not that Swongile uh, and Nilesh weren't great, but, you know, I'm just so happy to see you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Shemaine, who mm. else is here? Well, um, we're going to talk to, um, consulting Kabbalistic astrologer. Oh, my word. Uh, I know. I can't even, I can't even get the words over my tongue. And that is Hailcha Leroux. But then she's also by trade, well, uh, uh, long ago, and obviously she can still do it, a graphic designer. Um, she's also a tarot reader and she also teaches one how to read the tarot. And, um, <laughs> sure. I can see that's, you on it. It's quite wanna. a mouthful. Now, when 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 I told Duncan
0: what uh, we're discussing—just the kabbalistic mm-hmm. uh, astrology—he asked me if there's an acronym for that, because like he's a youngster, you know, and these youngsters they just want acronyms. And I went, "Car," and then Halcha You said
2: there actually is something like that. Yes, the car is the, the the name for the soul in ancient Egyptian. So awesome. that's
1: quite apt.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: welcome, Hailcha. It's really you. good to have Thank you, you it's here. nice being here. Yeah. So today we're going to talk a little bit about, um, uh, what you do, which is Kabbalistic astrology. Yep. I'd love to hear what that is all about. We're also going to talk about what Kabbalah is, um, you know, or the understanding of Kabbalah. And, you know, there are lots of things floating about as to what it is and what it's not. And then we're also going to talk about how the tarot can enhance one's spiritual life instead of just looking at it as a gimmick for fortune telling and you know, that type of thing. So we've got a, we've got a lot to go. Alizel, <laughs> I'll let you start. So
0: let's get through it.
1: What is Kabbalistic astrology? What makes it different
2: from Linda Goodman? Sun signs okay. um, Linda Goodman is actually a very good Place to start to understand What your sun sign is about But then Kabbalistic astrology Takes it to the realm of the soul So you become a soul centered Person, you live from the inside Out rather than life Impacting on you So it's really to get To the place where you understand Your, all, your own Center and how you as a soul incarnated in this life and what your purpose is about. Okay. So it's really that, you know, people say, but why was I born? Why am I here? And those kind of questions can be answered by that.
0: So you can tell people the meaning of life?
2: Yeah, the meaning of their individual life. Okay. Because every person has got that purpose that is very individualistic to themselves. So, how does it work? Do you also have,
0: uh, draw up a chart? Uh,
2: yes. A, a native, native. The natal chart, yes. And then. A native chart. <laughs> and I like that, yes.
1: Do you also as do I, a native as chart? I, as I was saying this, I thought, see.
2: <laughs> it's actually not so wrong because it's the natal chart. Natal is the native place where you were born, mm-hmm. the Natal. <laughs> so
1: okay, that, that's me being <laughs> trying to be clever.
2: Oh. So, go ahead. so yes, that is it's, it's to understand your own purpose, and when you start to embrace your own purpose, you start to live, you're starting to live your life mm-hmm. and um, you start to look at your own talents, and yes, life is still going to impact on you, that will never ever go away because we are normal people in a normal society, mm-hmm. so it doesn't make you more special, it actually in a sense make you more humble. Okay. Because you understand that there is so much more to life than just what people generally believe in,
1: and this is all uh, through reading the well someone's chart yes. uh, according to the Kabbalah way of Kabbalah.
2: Yes, yeah, you can say yeah, you can say it like that. All right, what, so, Ka- what Kabbalah is also about is about but, creation and how to create. Mm-hmm. So what you then in the end do is you create
1: your own um your own journey. But before before we even get there, um I, I really wanna try and understand how um the Kabbalistic astrology works because you said it was soul driven. Yes. Now um and I because we had to read a, a a bit about it, it sounds very fascinating like for instance, I'm gonna just start with this and you can continue with it. You are able to trace one's life The present life. Yes. Further back than where you're at now in this lifetime So you can go like two, three, seven lifetimes back And you're saying that the charts are giving you all that information yes. So that is incredible Speak about that Because I do not know I did not even know something like that existed Until very, very recently You know what? Um, you can create a story
2: from the points That is sort of activated by certain um, By certain by by following certain energies in the chart. So you can create the story and you can create a story line. When you say um, you
1: create a story, what does that mean?
2: Are you making things up? No. Okay. No. Because very specific things in a chart means extremely specific things. You mm-hmm. cannot make it something else. So what you can trace is what you came to understand when you passed in a previous life and those understandings you came in with in this life and you want to make it right you want to live a better life so those things you can read mm-hmm. so if you create a story it's more a narrative mm-hmm. um by following the points in the chart you know, the
1: one say, one thing is set off by another thing is set off by another thing. Mm-hmm. So, like how someone died and why they are having um, specific or certain kinds of hang-ups yes, uh, in, in this lifetime. So if someone yeah. was um, oh, um, choked, they yes. might be claustrophobic and stuff like that. So you can find things out with your type of astrology. Yeah,
2: you can. Yeah, you can.
0: Yes, but be- be- sorry to interrupt. How do you know that when you when you follow this narrative, as you as you, as you said, you follow mm-hmm. the energy? Mm-hmm. How do you know it's not the voices in your head? How do you know it is specific to the person you are
2: seeing because you are reading the chart? I am not making anything up in my head. I am following the pointers in the person's chart, because I mean that, that is very technical. Um, coming from an astrology point of view, but, um, every, every single thing is set off by another thing. So you start to follow those pointers and every, everything has got a timeline on it as well. So it's then very interesting to see the soul purpose and the spiritual unfoldment of that.
1: Is there, is there a line where you can say, okay, generally, People came down for this, that, and the other, or are we just all different? No, we're all different. Okay. We're really all
2: different. We're individuals, but of course, then there is generational energy. There is generational. um, Some people came in with a generational idea to Mm. when they are mature, then that specific idea will Will start to take hold mm-hmm. for instance what is what is what was happening and what 's coming to the end now is the the overpowering sort of mismanagement of the individual as authority and um, how they 've been doing that because we all go you know the authority should Look more at the people. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't st- stand there and say, "Roar, or Me, I am the king of my own heap. Mm-hmm. So, the new kind of energy that's coming in, that's 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 reaching maturity now, is how are we healing
1: this planet? Okay, so there's healing energy coming in. Oh, absolutely. What do you yeah. say then to people who go like, "But you know, it sounds all good and well, but..." I don't particularly believe that I have lived before or I am living through my generations before, you know. Yeah. Because what you do deal with is past lives. Um and reincarnation is kind of like a bit of an abomination to a lot of people.
2: He <laughs> is very right. Yes, the, of of course there will be there will be people that does not believe in this or think it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. But um there's lots of people that has had experiences of actually going back into previous lives. Mm-hmm. And there are people that can take you back into your own previous lives. Mm-hmm. Then you can see very specifically who you were, um, the people that you had interactions with and with what message you died. Mm-hmm. What, what, what unfinished business you died. Mm-hmm. You're
0: listening to beyond ears and eyes on cliff central. If you'd like to join in the conversation, Why don't you send us a message on WeChat? Our WeChat ID is Cliff Central. We speaking to Hailcha LaRue about Kabbalistic astrology. Look, I got it right. (laughs) The Kabbalah and the Tarot. Now, Hailcha, how did you get onto this? I mean, it as Shemaine said, you know, it's something that's so out there that I've never heard of it.
2: How how did how did you stumble upon it? How did I stumble upon it? I think I always say to people, I was born this way. I was one of those kids that was looking around me and sitting you know, in the church. It was a good Afrikaans girl. And went, they don't tell me everything that they should tell me. And I, you know, all those unanswered questions that a little girl had in her head was never answered in the conventional way. And the only weird book that we had was the Bible. So I started to read the Bible from back to front and front to back. And I always said that there's something hidden in these verses that must be profound. And I'm not getting that.
1: Mm.
2: And the only the only place I could find out about the profoundness of the Bible was in Kabbalah.
1: Mm. How did that start? Did you go into it? With a skeptic mind, did you have to get over your Calvinistic oh, upbringing? You have no uh, were idea. Were you guilty of sin? Yes, yes. <laughs> very.
2: <laughs> you, you're quite right. You're quite right. So I, I I started out as a conventional girl with a lot of questions, and I was extremely skeptic, especially also because I've got an inquiring mind. I'm, I think I'm kind of scientific about the whole thing, mm-hmm. and um. You know, if if you are not curious about things that is not t- told to you, you will go, I'm a skeptic. How does this work? So I think that is the first premise just to start out to investigate mm-hmm. is to say, I don't believe in this. Let's see how it works. So the more I found out how it worked, the more I had to sort of say, I can't be a skeptic Yeah, But... Also, I don't believe in this. I investigated this. I taught myself. I went to read the books. Um, I went to I went to classes as well. But mostly, I'm reading, mm-hmm. and I'm reading books on these
1: subjects. So you decided you're going to incorporate that into your astrology, the your the Kabbalah. The Kabbalah.
2: I was taught by a specific person the Kabbalistic astrology.
1: Oh, okay. So it wasn't like two separate decisions where you went like, okay, I'm doing astrology and now I'm doing Kabbalah and now I'm just going to put them together.
2: No, 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 no. I was, I already knew astrology when I started Mm. to study. I just wanted to know how do I incorporate this? How do I use this? Um, you know, to, to help people to understand more about themselves. And at that stage, I wasn't, I wasn't aware that, you know, this was, quite of a different kind of way to look at astrology. And um, I've been doing it for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. And it's only when I started to compare that I saw this is a little bit different.
1: When you saw what? The, uh, when what I, did you compare?
2: Sorry. When I, when I saw how sort of the normal astrologers okay. do it. yeah.
1: All right, but you guys talk to one another. Oh, oh yes, yes. It's not like the one is against the other. No. In no, in, no. in
2: which way
0: is it different? Can you can you explain to me what makes Kabbalistic astrology A different? Little bit
2: different. To, you know, it is it is much more. And, and yeah, I'm getting into into trouble. But it's 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 very love getting people into trouble. Yeah. Don't stop. <laughs> it's very soul centered. Okay. What does that mean? It means that, um, mostly astrology goes, this will impact you, that is against you, or this is bad in your life, or, you know, that kind of thing. So, it's, there's a little bit of a fear coming in. Whereas a Kabbalah say, but you should be standing Central in your life You should stand in your own soul In your own spiritual well-being So you start to live your life From your own perspective That you are the captain of your own destiny And you have the choices to make From from a point within yourself So it's starting to live from an authentic self Now normal astrology also does that but there's so many astrologers that go, but Pluto is doing this to you and Uranus is doing that to you. And, um, ooh, this is bad or that is bad. Nothing is bad. Everything is a choice. But in Kabbalistic astrology, do the planets still have some
0: bearing? Absolutely. Like, it's the Like same. Mercury retrograde. What, wasn't that mm-hmm. the one? We, we, <laughs> that's the one that messes with communication, isn't I it? I
2: know. I know. You know, people are so afraid of Mercury retrograde. But Mercury retrograde, you know, if if something bad was going to happen to your communication system, rather sort it out. So Mercury retrograde is also there to inform you, to redress, to to do a little bit of 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 um, com, you know redesigning. Um, so in in a sense, it's not bad. If we always run forward and we never have the opportunity to look at things again, you know, to do revision, mm-hmm. it's gonna be much more of a train smash than a Mercury retrograde.
1: Okay, so we need to do revision ultimately we in our lives. We have to. You have okay. to. Yeah. The, the other thing that you also told me when we spoke about uh, living a Kabbalistic life was that you now, once you start working with it, you you have to know for sure that you cannot turn back because you will be, um, held responsible by yourself mm. um, for how you live life it's almost like you can't it's like you've seen it now you can't unsee it again yes how might. does that work
2: you know the moment you start to say i know and i understand because that is also what we call the point of reference for understanding is the point of reference for um, for, for being accountable for your life and being responsible. Mm. So at that point, when you say, I start to understand, you can't say, but I did not know. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, it's, it's back, it's, it's also then reflecting from the inner point of self where you are being held accountable for all your choices. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that you're perfect and you will make perfect choices. It is just when, when you do make a choice and you get eventually to the understanding of what it meant and how the impact was what's received by yourself and others you take responsibility for that mm-hmm. so it, it, it becomes self-regulatory
1: as a conscious life living a conscious life
2: that is actually what it boils down to yes okay we know
1: well I heard about Kabbalah because of the celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, that's this the frame of celebrity reference. thing. <laughs> what is Kabbalah? You know, it's, it's like just for people out there. Or, you know what? You uh, know? Kabbalah is for everybody. And but that <laughs> system, we want to uh, distinguish between that system where it's celebrity driven or it's, it's a hype thing mm-hmm. to practical application for normal me and you daily life kind of thing.
2: You see, like everything else, there's a popular way of doing it. Mm -hmm. All right. And um for the masses, for the for the common people for the common person out there and that that it just means for the person that doesn't want to go in deep. That kind of um you know, popular Kabbalah is fine, and mm-hmm. there's lots of books written on it, and
1: people can read about it. Okay. So, what does that mean? What is the pop- popular Kabbalah? What does it consist of, then? If-
2: it cons It consists of the same. Um, it would be this. It would be the same thing you you investigate when you do, you know, more in depth Kabbalah, but um, it wouldn't take you to a point of where you go in so deeply and you start to live your authentic life Mm -hmm. and when i'm saying this again i'm getting into trouble because it does get you to a point of amazing understanding an amazing understanding of how the universe works and what is your place in the universe and who you are but um it, it it kind of stay on the surface because mm-hmm. most people shouldn't dive that deep you know um it is it, it becomes a very lonely life in the end because you're surrounded by people but from an individual individual individualistic point of view you are walking your own path when we look at the
0: the word kabbalah and, and you google it it tells you it's uh, Judaic mysticism that's true. first of all, yes, what does mysticism mean? And then secondly, um you don't particularly strike me
2: as Jewish. Or male? Uh, are you are you, are you supposed to to have this knowledge? Yes, of course you have to. You know, y- you are so right. It is a form of mysticism. And mysticism, there's there's lots of ways to to look at mysticism and and understand what it is. But it's um, mysticism goes. It's it's more the idea of understanding, you know, the divine, and. The divine interaction with the terrestrial or life on earth. So it's, it's very difficult for people to explain what it is. And, um, therefore it's called mysticism. You go into the realms of where God interacts with life and with people and, um, where you get messages from God or, you know, messages from divine intervention. And that is why it's called mysticism. Yes, I'm not Jewish. That's true. But the message from the Jewish mysticism system um, is now available to anybody. And everybody can learn it. So, yes, traditionally it was male. You have to be over 40. You had to be married and you have to have children. So that you can stand in, um, you know, you know life. Because if you haven't had children... You know, there, there's there's things that you don't understand about why people do certain things when you <laughs> like like, it, like you love. Know. You don't know what love is until unconditional love. You, have a child. you yeah.
1: guys are getting into trouble here with I people understand. who don't have children. <laughs> no, no, no. But
2: that's the <laughs> traditional way, of course. Okay. Um, and then you have to be over forty because then you have time on your more time on your hands to to go deeply into mysticism studies or the study of Kabbalah. There are different ways to do Kabbalah. The one is just to learn the theory. The other one is to to take it from a mystical point of view, from the God, um, from a godly point of view, and the other one is to do it practical. So astrology mm-hmm. is linked to the practical, the practice of it, because it's linked to the times that we live in, and every single planet has got an archetypal energy or a specific energy for a certain length of time so what you do is you 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 start to live your life according to the availability of the of the timeline of the planetary energy and every single planetary energy is linked to a certain um sort of an emanation
1: or an idea of godliness please give an Idea of what that means Okay
2: So for instance we look at Venus We all know that Venus is love Mm -hmm. Okay Um, And that would be The point where You live um, According to what you love How you love What you invite into your life And all those things are linked to The astrology Mm -hmm. But if we start to link it to Kabbalah We we take it one step further, it becomes like a, 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 like a more of a divine intervention. So what you love and what you give out should be linked to an idea of, of, of sharing the beauty of yourself, humanity, and divineness. Okay,
1: so that you don't need planetary alignment for. Or uh, do you? No,
2: you do. You do actually. Because really? I thought you
1: just go like, I have decided I am going to love that conscious decision. <laughs> so, so, I'm so, glad for you, Simone. So you you mean the moments of madness that I have are okay when no, I of course, when yes. that resolve breaks down, where I I go like, I know I said I'm gonna love you, but I'm not loving you're you no, right now. You're not loving Okay, Mm-mm.
2: but then you're also standing in your authority. Hmm. Because then you go. This this is not okay according to love. Is, okay. Which is fine.
1: So okay. But, so so. But but really, I would like to understand that. Is that a personal thing, or is this a, like you know? Because I'm not going to know when my my period of loving is there, because I'm not going to go there. to you all no, the time. No, I understand what
2: you mean. Mm. You know, it is always there, and um, obviously there's twelve signs of Venus, so there's and and all of them has got a certain length of time that they are. In a certain sign, mm-hmm. and those things you cannot go—you know—you can't go make a planet go faster or slower. It will be there for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. in a certain sign, sort of um, allowing us to to align with that certain energy. Now, what it from a technical point of view, every single one of us has got a Venus sign in our charts, in our astrological charts, and the whole astrological chart is always. Um, is always available to you. So it, you, you use it as a springboard for your own personality. You and say it's
1: always available, but how do I know it's available? And what makes it available? Because going to an astrologer is not what people really do or readily do. So yeah. do I have to go to an astrologer for that? Yes, I do. So, <laughs> so on my own. I'm literally You just on, on your, your own. own. <laughs> you know, on your own. You just live your life. Okay. Okay. So so if you could give us five practical examples of how to live a life, a Kabbalistic life. What would that be? Five. You said you said the one was to share. Share of yourself. You know. Yeah, you you can said share of yourself, yourself, yes. You share yourself, um, share uh, yeah. your, the love and 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 oh, that, your food. that's a good one, and, <laughs> and your clothes you and your want boots. To share your food. <laughs> Shame, oh.
2: oh, that's a nice one. Yes, it is also, um, it, it, it's trying to understand where your passions lie and align with those. The other thing is not to overpower people, um, with your own. With your own point of view Allowing people to absolutely be themselves um, how Isn't do that we have one saying? of the most difficult things For people to do? It is so difficult for people to do
1: mm-hmm. you know? I want to control you
2: I want to control you mm-hmm. And I want to decide for you mm-hmm. Obviously with children It's a little bit different You need to um, That's the other thing If you if you have children and you, and you align with Kabbalah You have to allow them to be themselves And to develop Within themselves, themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, and it is so amazing from a practical point of view to understand the chart or the the, um, the astrology makeup of your child, mm-hmm. because all of a sudden you understand why they do certain things, why they come in so different from each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same it's mother and father; mm-hmm. it's the same household but they're different mm-hmm. and also all of a sudden you understand why you so why you see your parents so different from your brothers and sisters mm-hmm. you will be different
1: but isn't that something that you'll figure out anyway without having an astrology or an astrological chart, yeah. isn't that something that you can just go like, listen, I'm on my way to on a spiritual path, and these are certain things that I need to learn, you know. So you 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 get it that we're all yes. supposed to be different. You get it that we're supposed to to do certain things, you know. Yeah. Um, the, it's almost like the in, how to enforce it. Like for me now, because now we've got three down. Um, but how <laughs> to actually enforce it? How to make it work for someone who's not who doesn't have access to what you have access to, or uh, what some people might have access to, like in a Astrological chart. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? So, if 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 I want to go, what do they say about prosperity? What do you do? How how oh, do you prosper okay. uh, according to Kabbalah, for instance? You know. Oh, of course. Um, I see mm-hmm. what you
2: mean. You see, that is the other thing is that the. And oh, now, now we're getting all into the mysticism of it. The the energy to prosper mm-hmm. is available constantly. Okay. okay. God gives constantly. God creates constantly the the paradigm that we live in. It mm-hmm. will never stop and it does never stop. So people that slot in with the whole thing of when is this earth going to stop? It's not. It might change. The environment might change, people might change, um, whatever lives on the earth might change, but those things are also co-created by our thinking. Mm -hmm. We create everything that comes into your life by thinking it. So everything that you see around you was first an idea, and that idea then got a blueprint And mm-hmm. that blueprint then went into manufacture And that manufactured thing is what you see around you So um, if you align with the energy of creation You know that you can create absolutely anything in your life You can mm-hmm. manifest anything in your life So make it
1: worthwhile And Kabbalah teaches you how to do that
2: Yes, you align with
1: creativity See, that, that, for me, that for me is, is head speak when you say you okay. align with creativity. I, I'm like, tell me how to. Do you, know, do you yes. understand what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because I it's can. easy to say, sorry, Liesl, I know you <laughs> no. want to talk. I'm going to let you talk now. But all I'm saying is I don't want it to be frou-frou up in the air. Now okay. align with creativity. I'm going, what the fuck? What? You, know? <laughs> me. you see, I come
2: from a creative idea i mm-hmm. i i create i'm a i'm a graphic designer by,
1: by, um, and by schooling. and you're mathematical and you're scientific, so I do understand that yeah. you're cerebral you know so that's great But give me something practical okay. <laughs> the practical okay a practical thing is what do you like lo- what do you want for
2: your life in mm-hmm. three years' time what do you want for your life in five years' time if you start to write those things down mm-hmm. okay and not sort of hone in it, uh, on it too much because then you're holding – it's almost like you're holding the idea ransom. Mm-hmm. And you just release that idea. That idea will still be in the back of your head. Say, for instance, you want to be a millionaire in five years' time. Okay? What do you need to do to get there? Mm-hmm. So there will, there will be practical things that come into your life. And it, but it's for you to start to recognize the path or the pathway of the energy Mm -hmm. flow in order to get what you want. So you can, you can start to say, you know, I want this and this and this in my life and make it specific. All right. But also give it some space to grow Mm -hmm. and to be. Probably more than you anticipated.
0: Because the one thing that we do when we do vision boards and and write notes to
2: our future self is to really hold on to that idea. You should have to release it. You have to hold on to the idea. But for instance, you know, sometimes we think that we are getting um, waylaid by the idea. We know this is not going into the right direction. But the idea is to look at what is in front of you. What choice is there? Because if you start to uh, make choices from the heart and you think, okay, this is the right idea. Maybe it's not specifically what I had in mind. But so many people hold so dearly and so heavily onto, literally heavily, mm-hmm. onto what they want mm-hmm that they do not recognize the journey or the path. It's kind of like they're telling God, this is what I want, yes. and here is how you
0: should give it to me.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, I always say God is not Father Christmas, you know. Hmm. So yeah. <laughs> you will have to live your life anyway. Helge, what happens if
0: Shemaine and I are on the same uh, frequency, call it what you will, and we are cr- adamant that we're going to create this beautiful, loving, green earth around us, yet ninety percent of people are unthinking and and through their actions create the direct opposite.
2: Yes. Who's gonna I... win? I mean honestly we're just two people. <laughs> I hope it's more than two. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 where is that critical mass? There is a critical mass. And that is I mean Charmaine did ask me if there's one that i want to say to people out there what are you choosing for the future because at this stage you know the available energy is so what we call mutable or it's so the the, the, it's so um you can play with it you can play creative energy it's extremely creative it's fun Mm -hmm. so what are you choosing what are you choosing for your life are you choosing all the negative talk are you choosing who is going to win or not going to win which election or whatever? Or are you aligning with something more positive? Because there's so much positivity going on. There's so many new ideas coming in. And if you start small, you start with your own life. You know, if someone starts to talk extremely negative, don't tell them that they are wrong or something like that. Just align with something more positive just start to impact on a more positive level mm. because everything is available to choose at this stage. And what you choose is what's going to pull through. Guys, we are running out of time.
0: I Let's know. move on to the tarot. Can, can, can I?
1: Can I, can I one. <laughs> last one. <laughs> okay, last one, last <laughs> one. Last one. Um, yes, you you guys will speak very well about the tarot. So Okay, so firstly, the, the, these, these, what is Kabbalah? It's about sharing. It's about yep. aline, aligning with uh, your passion. Um, uh, is that, it, am I right? You know, there's so much it, about, um, you're, you're, you're. just five things that I can mm, walk away okay, with, that okay. I can implement, you know, that will make my life fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's so allowing those that you love or whomever to be who they are and, yeah. and not judge. Um, yes. get away from the judging thing and the prosperity is recognize the path that yes. you're on and follow it. And follow. And
2: yes. And uh, the whole thing is that God loves you, the okay. universe loves you. You are not lost.
1: Yeah, you oh. see again that thing for me is like God loves you, the universe loves you. What is that? I <laughs> know, so, so, so but I understand. I do, I do. I'm I'm being facetious, but you know, yes, it yeah. takes a while for you to actually go like, okay, what is love? But then you know, yes. you know, and how how's it implemented? How's it being seen? Yeah, I yeah. mean, if I look at Liesel and and what she's like to me, she's like that's that's for me. That's God is love. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's not like I'm not looking for okay. someone else. I'm dropping else. the mic. And do you see what I mean? I'm out of so, But we, you, you know, we always want to go like There's some some other source that I must get love from But when I look at you in the way you do me I go like, yes, that's my girl yeah. How you do it
2: it's, it's a give and receive Yes, it's a give and receive You re- receive, therefore you give yeah. You receive,
1: therefore you give Yeah. And so you know that God loves you And the universe yeah. is for you By the people that actually uh, are by there for you Yes, and, and, and you you're, are
2: receiving, you're receiving You're receiving more and more if you are open to Mm. receive.
1: Yeah, that's such a learning process. You go on, diesel with the (laughs) tarot. talk (laughs) about the tarot. I'm actually... (laughs) Thank you, friend. I heard you. (laughs) Um,
0: Helter, you use the tarot in a way a little bit different to most people. Um, Most people that I know use the tarot to try and understand, to try and make sense of their life right now or to predict... The future that's something I can't get How the can prediction you predict of the future, the future?
1: Mm, Because you, you know change your it? mind hey, mm, Yes it's mm.
2: true yeah. it, it, You, you right. On one level is to Understand where you are now The springboard of the now Okay, But what you need to understand Is that you are in a timeline Of becoming And you're in a timeline of wanting of, of having your needs met Okay, so obviously you come from a certain point. You are here now, and where are you going towards? So what I normally do is I let the people ask a question about their future, and only that question will be answered. It's the way the oracles always did it in times past. But uh, uh, where does free will then come in? You know, I, I, I
0: don't understand divination. I do not understand how someone
2: like you can say, this is what's going to happen. No, you can't, actually, because the future has not happened yet. Yes. Okay. So you are in a situation where you can start to change your future. Say, for instance, you ask a question and the question will be absolutely aligned to... um, The answer, sorry, absolutely aligned to the question. And then, you know, a responsible tarot reader will ask you, is that what you want? And if you say no... You can start to change your questioning or, or the um, the way you start to question to get an answer of where you actually want to go. So therein lies the choice. So I turn it around. It's not like I pack the cards and this is your future. I, I allow you to start to make your own future by asking questions. Um, it 's almost like you, you with every question you, you open a little bit of a, you open a window so if you start to open other windows, you will get other choices manifested and even even if you chose certain things, you are um, the individual that can change that so what happens if you draw a card that you don 't like? Which cards don't you like? I like all of them.
0: No, but I mean you know, some <laughs> cards like like the death card. I know. I, I, I understand or the I, tower. I understand that you can put a positive spin on it. But just that card itself
2: I know has its, it's, it's a negative fear. message. I know, it's a it's it's but the thing is just death actually means the end of something. So it's a transformation. See, there's the spin. It's a transformation into something else. Okay, so how many times in your life has there been a death to where you were? I mean, if you're at the end of high school, it's a death of high Mm. school. You're going to a new place, a new understanding of yourself. The tower is just new energy coming in. It's a lightning flash. Okay, there is another way of seeing things. There is a light going on. Okay. Um, What's the other one? The devil. The devil is... It's it's those rules that you align yourself with or you are trapped in that doesn't make you um, a free spiritual entity. There's rules. Mm-hmm. So you align yourself with rules instead of the freedom of the self and God allowing.
1: So if I come to you, you, you'll give me a spiritual lesson.
2: Yeah it's it's very much a process and a lesson. <laughs> yeah. But it's a lesson that you walk away with so that you can be empowered.
1: Okay. No that that's great because that means that you, I can grow spiritually and it's yes. not uh predict my future because mm-mm, mm-mm. you know we know we can change our minds and we go, Oh yeah. Okay. Which is great. If you can actually do that, I'll be with you now, Lisa. which is actually great. If you can do that, where you go like, okay, my future at the moment, the way I've been doing things is standing like this. And if I don't change things, that's going to happen. And so, you know, you can, um, (laughs) so you can actually (laughs) go forward with new information, which is amazing. Yes. We are out of time, but before we go, we have a message here from Cabello
0: M. Who says I'm a 33-year-old male working and living in Joburg. I have a desk job, so listen to Cliff Central while going about my work. Before the show started, I was talking to a friend of mine and on Skype and just telling him how I'm having a downer of a day. Now I've come to realize that I am yearning for purpose and have arrived at a place in my life where work, relationships and all things life are starting to feel like distractions. I lack a sense of fulfillment and purpose for my life, and this feeling of emptiness keeps recurring no matter what I try. Sleep, alcohol, and throwing myself at my work have all failed to fill the void. Is there a name for this, or are these just symptoms of depression or identity crisis, which I have both come to consider? Cabello, thank you for sharing that with us. I do not think there's going to be a short answer, but Heiltje, Do you have some words of
2: comfort for Cabello? Yes, it is. You know, if if you come to that point in your life where you think things are ending, that is actually, it is in a sense true. So what it does ask of you is to look at things that you've already accomplished in your life. Look at things that you can make your own and start to live from that point of view. Hmm. And embrace the change. Embrace the change. It's mm-hmm. going to, your life is going to change,
1: yeah. really. Cabello, Don- and
0: keep listening to Beyond Ears and Eyes, because mm-hmm. that is what Shemaine and I
1: are trying to yeah. to find, and answers to those questions. Also, you know, Cabello, I heard something from Neil Donald once. He once said, um, if everything changes, change everything. Fantastic. Oh, that and was, was our those show Words of wisdom. I'm out of here. Thanks, everyone. And Thank also from me, Halter. Thank you so much, Duncan. Awesome to see you again. Do uh, download Beyond Ears and Eyes as soon as you can and listen to it. Share it. This is Cliff Central. Bye bye now. This is CliffCentral.